2: Still no
0: word this morning to someone won Friday's mega lottery. It's still all Democrats, but the Prince George's County Council could be really different next year. I'm John Doman. Search continues for victims
1: of Kentucky floods. Prince George's County's health officer resigns. The county executive reacts. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 4 o'clock.
0: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
1: I'm there, Rubin, in New York. If you dreamt it and you're holding the winning Mega Millions ticket, whatever you want, it's yours. CBS's Adriana Diaz reports from Chicago. The Bamanis bought 50 tickets across their family. And if somebody wins, you're all going to split it? Yeah. That's the
2: plan. Is that in writing? No.
1: (laughs) The cash payout is almost $750 million in $100 bills. That payout stacks up taller than Chicago's Willis Tower. With that, you could buy around 2,500 Bentleys. The winning numbers are 13, 36, 45, 57, 67, with a mega ball of 14. More rain is in the forecast for Kentucky, where flash flooding killed at least 16 people. Governor Andy Bashir.
2: There's still a lot of people out there, still a lot of people unaccounted for. We're going to do our best to find them all.
1: Rescue teams will continue to search, but in certain places, the water isn't expected to crest until later today. In the Pacific Northwest, it's a different weather story. 11 million people under excessive heat warnings. The forecast calls for a high of 98 in Portland and 90 degrees in Seattle today. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says he had a frank and direct conversation with his Russian counterpart on Friday about the proposal to bring two Americans home. CBS White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has more.
0: The U.S. has not confirmed that to secure the return of Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, it has offered to release the so-called merchant of death, convicted arms dealer Victor Boot. One report says Russia has asked the Biden administration to sweeten the pot by facilitating the release of Vadim Krasikov, a convicted murderer held in a German prison. The White House says in asking for the release of an assassin in a third country's custody, the Russians are negotiating in bad faith to avoid the deal on the table.
1: The House passed an assault weapons ban. Democrats say the bill is needed in response to recent mass shootings. Republican Richard Hudson of North Carolina says the ban violates Second Amendment rights.
0: Once again, my colleagues across the aisle have rushed to exploit your fear and the pain of victims to rush out a gun control measure that will do nothing to save lives.
1: Passage in the Senate is unlikely. families are protesting the Saudi-funded Lib Golf Tournament being held at Trump National in New Jersey. Fifty miles from Ground Zero, Eddie Bracken lost his brother in the Twin Towers. And Mr. Trump, you're never going to be voted in again by me or any of my family members ever. So good luck and good riddance. The Saudi government, though, has denied any participation in the 9-11 attack. This is CBS News. Parents make a lot of promises to their kids. We promise to be there every step of the way, especially on those wobbly first steps. We promise to always keep them safe. I mean, nothing's more important to us than that. And now all kids six months and older can get a COVID vaccine. So we've got another way to keep that promise.
0: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. A message from the US Department of Health and Human Services.
2: WTOP at 4:03. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. July 30th, 2022. Welcome in. It'll be partly sunny, less humid this Saturday. The high of 85 before we're done. 74, you're waking up to right now in our nation's capital. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we ride into this Saturday together. We begin this hour with an update now on the woman accused of shooting her husband inside a D.C. hotel recently. Police say this morning it was over accusations he molested children at her Maryland daycare center, the one that she owned. The case is now, we hear, going to trial. and A judge in the case has denied her bail. Shantiri Weems is going to remain behind bars for now. Her next court appearance is August 9th. Her husband, James Weems Jr., remains in custody in Washington, D.C. He'll be appearing before a Baltimore County court next week. He's been charged with sexually abusing at least three children at the daycare center in Owings Mills. Shantari shot her husband last week after getting messages about those allegations at the Mandarin Oriental in Southwest, police say. Her lawyer says it was self-defense. According to court documents, police found two handguns and a notebook at the hotel where she wrote messages saying she intended to shoot but not HER HUSBAND AND QUOTE, I WANT THESE KIDS TO GET JUSTICE. SHANA Stulen, WTOP NEWS. WTOP AT 404. EQUALITY VIRGINIA FILING A FRIEND OF THE COURT BRIEF ASKING THE SUPREME COURT OF VIRGINIA TO UPHOLD A LOWER COURT'S DISMISSAL OF A FIRED TEACHER'S LAWSUIT. THAT TEACHER, PETER Fleming, WAS FIRED FROM THE PUBLIC SCHOOLS IN WEST POINT, VIRGINIA AFTER REFUSING TO USE MALE PRONOUNS TO ADDRESS A STUDENT WHO HAD UNDERGONE A GENDER TRANSITION AND CHANGED HIS NAME LEGALLY. The school system says it was a violation of its anti-discrimination and anti-harassment policies. Fleming then filed a $1 million lawsuit of his own against the West Point School Board saying those policies violated his rights under Virginia law. The circuit court for the county of King William then dismissed Fleming's lawsuit. In a statement, Equality Virginia Executive Director Narissa Rahman says this morning, we know that transgender students thrive when they are supported by an inclusive school environment, which includes using their correct pronouns. Heads up for folks who work for Alexandria Public Schools this morning. You have to be vaccinated for COVID before classes start at the end of the summer and late August. But the mandate does not impact people who can show, they say, legal evidence for a religious or medical exemption. And if they get one, those workers need to be tested weekly. Anyone else who opts out, we're being told, will be fired or put on unpaid leave. Meantime, the school district this morning has a new interim superintendent. The board approved a, con- a contract employee, Melanie K. Wyatt. It starts September 1st is when she starts, lasting through June, or they say until a permanent superintendent is in fact hired. It's 4.06 on WTOP Saturday morning. <laughs> Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP. The votes have all been counted now in Prince George's County. And we've learned nearly half of the county council will be made up of brand new members.
0: Only one incumbent was defeated. Crystal Oriata trounced Rodney Streeter in District 7 after losing to him by 31 votes in a crowded primary in 2018. It's dominant. In a primary race, she beat an incumbent. That says a lot. She also becomes the first openly gay member of the county council. Other newly elected members include Wanika Fisher in District 2, Eric Olson in District 3, Ingrid Harrison in District 4, and Walla Blagay in District 6. William Ford with the Washington Informer says the progressive activist wing of the council just got bigger, which will impact leadership races. As a council chair, you get to pretty much set the set, set the agenda. John Dome in WTOP News.
2: Edwards is the top health official in Prince George's County is stepping down.
1: Dr. Ernest Carter has served as the county's health officer since December of 2019. He's also led their COVID-19 response. County Executive Angela Also Brooks made the announcement thanking Dr. Carter for his service and dedication to residents. His resignation will go into effect November 1st. County leaders will be working together to fill his position. Now Dr. Carter is the latest health official to step down in our region. D.C.'s health director officially stepped down Friday and Montgomery County's health officer role has been unfilled for nearly a year. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Now, WTOP has reached out to Prince
2: George's County for an explanation of why Dr. Carter is stepping down now. We'll update you when we...